thing is, I was born too late. Almost too late. Suffocated, almost purple, little nothing in the cold of the hallway before the operation room. Yeah, I was born through the fear of my mother, but also her belief. She prayed. She thought she was losing this child. And she invocated or prayed while being shoved to the operation room. Oh, oh God, let this child live. I will make him a missionary. So what if you could change your state of mind, your state of physiology, your internal inflammatory response, your risk for disease, your ability to diminish stress and fight illness, not by taking anything, but by actually doing some very simple shifts in breathing and state of mind, and potentially also exposure to cold. Well, that's what today's guest, Wim Hof, has been studying for decades now and bringing what used to be esoteric practices into the world of science and validating them so that they are shareable with the world. That's the conversation that we dive into today, where those things came from, how he became interested in these, and what's behind his mission to scientifically validate all these different practices. I'm Jonathan Fields. This is Good Life Project. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good Life Project is brought to you by Understood Explains, a podcast that's like a beacon for parents navigating the special education system. Hosted by Juliana Urtube, a special education expert, this season is all about individualized education plans, or IEPs. Juliana breaks down complex topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP in a way that's easy to grasp. I checked out an episode of Understood Explains about the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, and I was struck by the balance of empathy and practical advice. It's not just about understanding the system. It's about empowering parents and caregivers to advocate for their children, which is just so important. So I've known a number of people who've had to literally scramble to figure out how to advocate for their kids when the system seemed to just make it so hard to get the support that they need and deserve. So if you're a parent navigating this world or even just wondering if it's right for your family, I encourage you to give Understood Explains a listen. Search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's Understood Explains. It's like having a roadmap for a journey you didn't expect, making it a little less daunting. You grew up in, in the Netherlands. Yes, yes. From what I read and what I hear and, and what I've listened to, just, nine kids. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was just in the middle. Yeah. Nine kids, you know, four below, four up. Yeah. So they're born uh, just a kilometer from the German border 
in the Netherlands and 12 kilometers from Belgium. And uh, yes, you know, like uh, English was transmitted through the television, my time, I'm, I'm 58, so my time it was black and white t TV, yeah. even a, a time without TV because there was just none. It was a luxury tool then. But very soon uh, I learned uh, words in, uh, when television came, uh, all in German, mm. because, yeah, it was uh, very close. No satellite TV, it was just one kilometer from the border. And French, because of being very near to the Belgian border. Yeah. And uh, they talk French. So French, English, German, and Dutch is the way I grew up. And you learn the languages, and then uh, your mind is being exercised, because mm. you can't just drown in one into one language, and try to define everything. No, it's like every meaning has four uh, different words, and that's good. That's a good part to be born to learn. Yeah, I, I think in the schools, like primary schools and all, we forgot about the most important of life to be taught, which is happiness, strength, and health. And that's my mission. And uh, that's done by the exercising the mind. The, the mind should be exercised, but not just poured in with all kinds of facts and all kinds of unnecessary data are being poured in and neurological pathways are being created to take on a lot of crap and not related directly to our consciousness of being happy, strong, and healthy. So your thing is a good life project or something. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great initiative. I feel very welcomed. Like my home is a home where there are good vibes only. Mm. <laughs> and if there is somebody clashing or having some arguing, hey, that's okay, but get back to the good vibes. Nah. We should learn that in school, in, in primary school. I can't argue with you there. When do you come to this, though? Because you know, as we're sitting here, like you said, you're 58. You grew up learning five different languages. and Actually, so, four, four. Four. And then I enhanced it because I liked languages. Languages is all about traditions and cultures and the way the earth expresses it through a human mind. Yeah. It's actually very beautiful. So... Uh, it's also communication. So I learned more languages uh, on the way. But the only thing I know in, in Hebrew is Tlini Bim Nishikesh. It was a little girl of my friend mm. from Israel. And uh, she always gave me a little kiss on my cheek. <laughs> yeah. So when, when do you start really getting interested in these ideas that aren't taught in school, the, the mindset side of things? I think it relates to my birth. I was one of the twins. But they never suspected the second one to come. They only thought, eh, there's a baby coming, that's it. So no twins. There was no echoscopics uh, or, or anything like that. So it was all uh, on the hunch. Oh, uh, there is another one. Uh, it can, can be two, but you never know. I was apparently too deeply inside the uh, whim. Uh, and that's my name, whim. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, that's a joke. That's a joke. Thing is, I was born too late, almost too late, suffocated, almost purple, little nothing in the cold of the hallway before the operation room. I was born through the fear of my mother, but also her belief. She prayed. She thought she was losing 
this child and she invocated or prayed while being shoved to the operation room. Oh, oh God, let this child live. I will make him a missionary. And I'm on the mission now. I always was different because I had this traumatic birth and I was different of my identical twin brother. And that made me uh, always listen to, yeah, something mystical, something deeper, something out there, which was actually in me, the traumatic birth I was not aware of. I had to learn a connection with that. So at 12, I found my reading books, studying psychology and uh, Hinduism and Buddhism. At 12? At 12, yes. Just of your own interest? Yes. Yeah, absolutely out of my own interest. And uh, really drawn to anything esoteric. Began to uh, practice all kinds of things uh, in the esotericism, uh, like, yeah, me meditation. Then, at those th that time, was a very strange thing. To right. Do. I mean, how are, like, your friends, your family sort of looking at you? Because I'm, I'm assuming that's not sort of the mainstream. <laughs> in, in the, I come from the Netherlands. It's yeah. Dutch. It, it, there is a saying, you are like a strange duck in the, in the pond. There are many ducks, but sometimes a duck gets lost of a different species of a different country, and it is in the midst of the pond. I felt like sometimes like that strange little duck, or the black sheep of the family. Mm. But I was not the black sheep. It was just inside I wanted to enlighten something, and I was always on the search. Nothing did, was really clear to me. Did you have a sense for what you were looking for? Absolutely not. Just a hunch, just an instinct, just an intui intuition I followed. And why? Because it's simply there. It's related to trauma. And when trauma is, is there, your intuition, your subconscious knows that it needs to deal with it. Only to your awareness, you do not know. So you try to find a way and you don't know why, but you follow that feeling. And that feeling brought me finally in contact with cold water. Mm. Because then, at the moment when I first got into ice water, I really made this connection. Take Deep, me to that moment. Like walking uh, tw from 12, psychology, Hinduism, and all those things. Yeah. Always on the debate, philosoph philosophy, religions, anything. Looking into it, practicing Kung Fu, uh, yoga, Sufism, dance, anything. And all through your teen years. Yes. Yeah. And 17 years is when I found myself in a Sunday morning pondering once again, like pondering the strange dog in the pond, <laughs> pondering. And I'm also sometimes funny. You know? <laughs> this is after a whole lot of shit, man. <laughs> uh, okay, there I was pondering in the, in, the, in the park. Sunday morning, nobody around, everybody asleep. And I felt attracted to the thin layer of ice on the water. I looked around, nobody there. Undressed myself and went in. And there it was. I felt, I just simply felt something that made me aware of connecting with this inexplicable something what happened while I was a baby. And now I found the source, the connection with that. And that made me literally feeling that good. 
And not only did it make me feel that good, it also gave me a rush afterwards. I didn't feel any cold at all. I only was a minute in or something. And, you know, your mind is still a little bit on after, after the first experience of, wow. It's you do not talk in your mind; you feel. Now I know uh, how it all works, but at that moment I was absolutely not aware. Of, but it just felt good. So, uh, going out, I felt all the day a rush, and that rush uh, was great. So the other day I, I just came back and see if it uh, would happen again, and yes, it happened again. And from there, regular practice and I became aware that breathing could make the difference in staying longer and become aware that the ice water was not an aggressive impact no more so I stayed long and at a certain moment of a few months only I could do like 25 deep breaths charge my body oxygenize my body and you could really feel it. And then, going down, and hold my breath for five to seven minutes uh, every, every day in the morning. And I kept it all secluded, because you know how people think, yeah, that's a, he's crazy, he's a, he's a fool, he's this, he's that, whatever he is, but I just felt good. So I learned to do this for 25 years, very secluded, all went along every day. Until the morning, I read in the, like 25 years later, I read this newspaper and uh, there was a little article about people who do strange things outside in wintertime, like in New York in wintertime, it's cold, but still there are people who are busy doing things in the street. And it was about those people and they give a comment. Do everybody is inside nice and warm and this and that? How about the horror is who's working outside and needs to make money? Or if a man in the marketplace who's making his money and all day along there, and people who work in the street breaking it open and in the cold or in the morning when they have to bring the newspapers. Or, uh, and then I, I, I thought, I, I do something in the cold as well. So I'm going to call them. I called them, and they loved it. They came, the juniors, and I showed how to be like in the water without fear, without cold, without being very flexible, putting two legs and behind my shoulders in the most twisted ways, sort of yoga poses while being in the cold not being stiff and all that, all those things. And I showed them about the breathing and uh, going under the eyes and uh, all those. Uh, then all my stories, uh, so, yeah, and I did mountains, barefoot uh, in the snow and running outside and uh, sitting outside a whole night long in, in just shorts and feeling okay, great. And, uh, and they almost an unbelievable article it way. And then from there on, television every day for for 10 days like several tv stations they really took it up and put me to the test and this and that it was like a bomb inside in the news something very peculiar 
a stranger and apparently my time to come in. So from there, I began to be challenged by TV reporters. And there was one guy, Willy Botefriquen, who was always, you know, the man with the balls, and going into and verify if something is true, yes or no. And he became sort of my best friend and like media father. And he brought me everywhere. We went to Mount Everest. I climbed to Mount Everest in shorts to uh, the death zone. I swam under the ice for 50 meters, 100 meters. I ran a, a full marathon in my shorts beyond the polar circle. And, and many more of those records a extreme in the extreme cold idea is when the scientists came in. They began to be curious, but this man in the news, in the television, documentaries, in the meanwhile, was not a, a Dutch TV no more, it was all over the world. Yeah. Like, and, and, and everyone's got to be wondering, like, what's, how is this happening? How is this possible? Yes, yes. And, uh, uh, and so BBC, National Geographic, Discovery Channel, uh, here in America, and, and then the scientists came in. And that began, actually, here in New York. Here I was in front of the Rubin Museum of Himalayan Art, very close to Tibet House. Mm -hmm. I stood there for one hour and a quarter, something like that, in January in the ice. And about 20 uh, of those teams of uh, camera teams, 20 different countries, they saw some news. Yeah, they are always uh, like waiting here in New York for something to happen. So uh, there they were. So it was like a busy beehive of TV reporters and journalists. And ABC News, who was doing a documentary on medical mysteries. I was the human popsicle. <laughs> so I, I, I did that. And then the other day, I went to the Feinstein Institute, Biochemical Institute in Manhasset, under the uh, supervision of Dr. Kevin Tracy who is an authority in the biochemical field in the world. And he was going to see if I was able to make changes in the blood of 312 values, blood values, while being in a chair hooked up with a, a blood-taking device, infusion or something, you know. This is while you were in a cold environment? or uh, Absolutely not. Right. Just okay. uh, see if I was able, with my meditation, that's the way they called it, to make a difference on the workings of the vague nerve. Mm -hmm. The vague nerve normally is a part of the autonomic nervous system you cannot influence. Now, they took a long and hard meter on one side and uh, blood from the other side. And a week later, Dr. Ken Kamla, authority in the uh, field of the extreme and the uh, Mount Everest expeditions for the Americans, he was also there with the Krakenau uh, expedition, mm -hmm. you know, with the uh, fatalities, yeah. 13 fatalities. He was in the, uh, there in one of the camps. So, yeah, they couldn't do anything. It was just too much. But he was there, and uh, he was calling me up a week later after I did the documentary with ABC News. Wim, if you are able to reproduce these results, then that means huge consequences for human mankind. 
Meaning the results that they took that one The day. blood values right. showing I was not only able to influence deeply into the vague nerve, this could possibly mean that we have found a way to battle autoimmune diseases, depression, and all those things caused by inflammation and deregulated immune system. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good Life Project is sponsored by NetSuite. So I remember when our businesses were just starting to really scale. It was amazing and also added complexity and stress. And the things that I used to do in hours were taking days, too many spreadsheets, too many systems, no single source of truth. That sounds familiar. You should know these numbers. 37,000. 25 and 1. 37,000 businesses have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. And 1. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. And right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash goodlife. That's netsuite.com slash goodlife to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash goodlife. Good Life Project is sponsored by Lexus GX. So have you ever owned something that inspired you to just up your game? For me, it was this high-end mountain bike. I love the ultralight frame, the suspension, the precision gearing, and I realized it deserved to be ridden to its full potential. So I started training harder so I could experience the joy it could give back to me. And it paid off. That bike helped me discover just new levels of performance and straight up joy. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Imagine tackling rugged landscapes with the available 33-inch all-terrain tires and multi-terrain select, then unwinding with the available front row massaging seats. This is a vehicle that inspires you to go further to live up to its full potential. So why settle? Live up to the all-new Lexus GX, luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. 
today's episode is supported by our friends at Bombus Socks. So, you know, usually I put a bunch of thought into gifts and sometimes we all think about these really giant gestures, but other times I'm finding the best gift ideas are actually the ones right in front of us because we use them every day. Like, yeah, my Bombus Socks. <laughs> Bombus are the most comfortable socks. Honestly, in the history of feet, they have all these super cool features, amazing yummy cotton, stay-up tabs, innovative arch supports. My favorite feature of all, seamless toes, so you never get that nasty little feeling at the end of your toesies. And they're the gift that keeps on giving because they give a pair of socks to someone in need for every pair of Bombas socks that you buy. For the holidays, they have awesome discounts when you buy in bulk awesome gift boxes, holiday-themed socks, and even ski-slash-snowboard socks, which I am a huge fan of. They have everything for every occasion, and you can buy the perfect gift for everyone on your list at bombas.com slash goodlife today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash goodlife for 20% off. bombas.com slash goodlife. So what was actually what were they actually seeing? That I was influencing into the vagus nerve, and the vagus nerve is connected to the most of organs within the body. So if you are able to intervene there, then you are able to stop or activate or accelerate the workings of those organs to rebalance them. And that is rebalancing the immune cells, the immune system. Now, I heard of them. Okay, we are going to reproduce this, possibly with a comparative study in the Catskills, and they're in a retreat center, and then do it. But a month later, I did not hear anything anymore. Radio silence. Why? Is it the pharmaceutical industry? Yes or no? It's a natural method, uh, something you cannot make money out of? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Three years later, to me, it was suddenly stopped. I wanted this. My mission was born at that telephone call. The missionary, of whom my mother invocated it while I was born, there he was at that telephone call, because I know I am able to reproduce this in a group of persons within a couple of days to go in areas of the body, in the physiology, where scientists think it is not able to tap into that consequence of that is that we are just victims of autoimmune diseases and anything related to a deregulated immune system. Did you know that at that moment in time, or was it things that you did after that that revealed that to you? At that time, I knew Dr. Ken Kamler. He summed up all the possible cures or solutions or research possibilities linked with all kinds of diseases like arthritis, Crohn's disease, MS, depression, anything, anything like that. It was uh, summing up. So I knew at that moment, but what I did there in the chair, I can reproduce that anytime with anybody. Right. So what I'm asking is, did you know Like that? right here, right now with you. Right. Maybe we should. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, but it's very easy. I got it on my website for free, free right. course. And there you can just show up and do it and... It's tremendous how how simple and effective it is and how tremendous the sensation is of oxygenizing yourself. And now it has been proven after the new studies 
that we are right into the lymphatic system past the firewalls. Right. So let's go there, but I want to I want to bridge a gap first. Yes. Because you know, my guess is all the early focus was on you, and and probably the assumption was well, were you kind of a freak of nature. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, well, sure, you can do it because you've been doing this for twenty five years, yeah. and somehow you've trained your body to be this rare person, or maybe there's something genetically or you know environmentally just different about you. And what you're saying is that the ability to change your physiology that you developed at first as a way to be able to sustain yourself under ice for longer periods of time, also, I guess, the, then the research shows had these other physiological effects that could potentially be super beneficial. And the big realization is it's not just you. It's reproducible. Exactly. Point per point, one is genetical freak. No, I got an identical twin brother. So genetically, I got the same walking out there, and he is not able to do that. So it's all based on training. Mm. So a training, uh, activating, awakening. Because in the end, it is a natural ability of ours, which we lost through the alienation of comfort zone behavior, where we live in. We live with clothes. We get lots of stress, and we don't know how to control stress hormone. And then, yeah, if you get enough stress, you deregulate anything in the end. But this is our, yeah, society, our infrastructure. We forgot about nature. And this nature, which is still within us, the physiology, the basics of that, I know how to activate it now in order for us to handle stress. I mean, we, we learned to go away from nature. We ain't got no leopards or cougars or bears or cold and heat as a possible danger anymore. We got it all controlled. We live in houses, nice and heated. When it is too warm, we got air conditioning. And uh, the only thing we need to be aware of is how to walk over a sidewalk and not to be hit by a truck or, or a car. It's all in the mind, 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 but, mind. But at the same time, I mean, we don't have the most of us, you know, we're living in a sort of modern Western world. We don't have those big dangerous stimuli that trigger the, you know, the, the really severe fight, flight or freeze response. Yes. But we do live, many of us live in, a, in an environment where there's this sustained baseline level of stimulus that keeps, the, you know, not the extreme stress response, but it keeps like a mild to moderate stress response there chronically. Yes, exactly. So that mild stress response is out of control. We have no control over the stress hormone release within the body, which is the endocrine system, the hormonal system. Thus, cortisols keep uh, keeping on being within us, and it impedes the parasympathetic nervous system activity in the cell, the rehabilitation, the energy-making factory, the peace, the being a witness and being relaxed. It's gone because the cortisol is constantly present. And that means a new energy is very hard being remade or reactivated. Thus, we have low energy levels. And that, in the end, will deregulate all the systems, the immune systems, the endocrine, the vascular, uh, anything. The brain, in the end, because it's based on the inflammation in which the immune system is not able to handle, goes up in the brain. We get depression, out-of-control hormonal system. It creates a depression loss, depression. It's all very simple. And uh, the other hand, biochemics, they tell me, we found now with these techniques, 
we found the way Mother Nature works within us, the ability to go into the deepest, which is actually the, the cause of uh, all the autoimmune diseases, a constant presence of acidity in the lymphatic system. And because of our mild lifestyles, as you mentioned it, which is a very good one, I have to say, it's right on the uh, finger on the problem. We have a constant presence of this, not only cortisol in, in our bodies, but also a constant slight level of acidity in the lymphatic system, which is not being worked out. We don't know how to tap in, but now we found the techniques how to tap in and to change the acidity into alkalinity. We have shown this very recently in a completed study with uh, 48 people and a uh, 100% score, everybody going past the firewalls of the lymphatic knots in the central nervous system, going right in the way we got in like any mammal who is still uh, stimulated by environmental sort of stress, like cold, heat, danger, and oppression and all. They are just working in deeper physiology. They go past these lymphatic knots and thus, they have maybe the danger, like a rabbit, of a fox and this and that. But for the rest, they have no autoimmune diseases or anything like that. And uh, it's only present in, in humans. Uh, only when the rabbits get too close to our environment in cities and all that, they get myxomatosis, uh, like a, a blindness uh, disease, uh, some, and uh, like dogs overbred. These big dogs in the back legs, this plus C. So, you know, they begin to, they cannot even walk anymore. They're dogs, like we are mammals, but we are no longer mammals anymore. And we make our mammals, domestic animals, like cows and horses and, uh, and all those. We put them out of nature and then ask, why are they? We, we need the vats and all this to maintain. Nature is out there. Nature is the doctor. So we got back to the doctor, and the doctor's right in us. And that's our ability to become the alchemist over our own chemistry, in the depth, the way nature meant it to be. And that's really in the lymphatic system. And we just now have been measured this through a laser on the chest, into the tissue, being able to measure the oxygen tension of the mitochondria in the tissue, which is deeper than the blood flow. So for the first time that we are able to make a change to increase oxygen levels therein, thus it becomes alkaline. Thus you take away the cause of any deregulation of the immune system. Autoimmune diseases are caused by a long chronic presence of acidity coming back in, into the system. So, I mean, so interesting. What a story. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, no, I, why not? Once I begin to no, it's run, all good. man, it's, I, it's I'm good. running with, it's, the, with the mind. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. You know, what's interesting, too, is because what you're talking thanks, about. Thanks for having me <laughs> here, not only, but also let me talk. And then you, you let me talk in, in, into the world. But I can see the energy here now is changing. And that, that's nice. It, it, this is all about it. We, we have to retrieve back our energies and and our energies is right here it's light it's beautiful it's spiritual it is sane it's strong it's like a charge <laughs> and everybody has it and there is the sanity there is the doctor and we can guide always this energy 
to where this being light, like not being heavy, being light, not being dark. No, I can't argue with any of that. What's interesting to me also is that all of the outcomes that you're talking about and the capabilities that you're talking about are things that, from what I've been taught over the years, are not within our conscious control. Yes. You know, there are autonomic systems in the body that are, you know, that I, I guess increasingly the research has shown, you know, becomes massively dysregulated through stress and environment. And now people are saying, well, maybe there are ways to treat this and to deal with this by changing nutrition and moving your body. But the idea of almost willing yourself to change, you know, yes. through mindset practices. Wow, this is, and this through... is good. That's good. I, li <laughs> I like you, man. You indicate the right things. So this is no bullshit. Yeah. Man. I love it. Yeah. You know, so, right. So, so the ability willful. to actually go willfully and through mindset practices you, I, and breathing. I tell you, I tell you, uh, two months ago, I was at Michigan University and I showed in brain scans doing nothing, mm -hmm. having a suit on, being poured in with tubes and ice water being poured into that suit, ice water. Uh, I was doing nothing. And they saw on the skin temperature monitoring that skin temperature warm, plummeted down to like yeah. 25 degrees, correlating in the brain with absolute sympathetic nervous system activity is the part of the autonomic nervous system. Action, action, it means action in the brain. You can uh, correlating with a certain part in the insula, boom, all 100% action. Right. And then adrenaline directing to involuntarily into the brainstem producing adrenaline. Right. The adrenaline. classic fight or flight response. Yes. Right. And that's because ice water is coming in. Right. So you got three markers. You got the action mode of the brain. Mm -hmm. You got the brainstem producing adrenaline. And you got the 25 degrees Celsius, centigrade. I mean, that's plummeting after exposure to ice water on the body. And you, you could see it. So those correlate. Now, the other day, they did that one, they did two times. And they saw plummeting down, correlating with activation of the insular sympathetic modus, 100% action plus adrenaline. That's what they saw. Okay, like all the others. And then the other day, I told myself, and now I'm going to use my mind power, which I've learned in nature, how to deal with cold, with heat, with environmental stress. I learn with my mind, I go to the university and I set up, I'm going to make the change. So this is all I did. Set the intention. Willfully in the tube, being there, having ice water coming in through the suit. I could not do anything like not breathe heavily or anything like that. Just lying, you cannot contract muscles or anything because you get a blurred vision on the monitors of the brain. So there I was. Four times, seven and a half minutes, they exposed my body to ice water. See if correlating with the skin temperature going down, the brain would go into sympathetic modus, action, together with adrenaline. Now, what they saw was, and they messaged it four times, they were really astounded that there was no movement of my body, 
just my mind, skin temperature not going down after exposure of ice water, and then the action modus of the brain was really on, together with the adrenaline, but not only the adrenaline, and not only the action modus, also the peace modus, the parasympathetic modus, which is completely witnessing and nice, and then they saw the adrenaline, but a part of the adrenaline, absolute activation of the periductal gray hemisphere, which is the brainstem, which is the one of endorphins, opioids, cannabinoids, dopamines, serotonins. The feel-good stuff. All good. They were all working. And you know, the skin temperature never went down. And that's our brain power. That's our mind power. And that's what we have lost, the connection of our brain with the body in the depth of the physiology. We have brought this now back, and now very soon we're going to do a comparative study because I, I, want, I still have to show I'm not the freak of nature. I'm not NS1 and the exception that confirms the rule. I'm talking to all you guys. You are equipped with a mind power that is very able to make you feel good in any situation and learn to control stress hormone. And that's what we have shown in the hospitals already, comparative studies. The people who were doing these breathing techniques, plus believing, believing as neuromessaging, neurochemicals, they were able to produce, while feeling good, a little bit high, adrenaline levels more than somebody like lying in bed, more than somebody going into its first bungee jump. So those are comparative blood values compared. And it's beyond a doubt, we learn to control. We are equipped with a possible control over the stress hormone, 100%. And any stress on your body, on your impact, could be heat, could be cold, could be grief, could be emotions, anything of those. We are, from now on, able to tackle it with good feel hormones anytime. Yeah. And the parasympathetic nervous modus, which is just peace. Yeah, I mean, and the effects are on multiple levels, psychological, if you can, if it has an elevating effect on your mood, and also physiological, if it has a curative, I, I hate to use the word curative, but if it has an impact on your risk for disease, your illness, pain, your autoimmune response, I mean, those two things. What's really interesting to me is when I, when I first was exposed to your work, which is probably a couple of years ago now. So I have a background in yoga and in meditation. And me too, me too. years and years ago, I first stumbled upon Herbert Benson's book, The Relaxation Response. Yeah, And Benson. that was my first exposure to this thing that he called Tumo Yoga, or just mm. Tumo, you know, a Tibetan for fierce woman, where he described the scene where Tibetan monks would have a ritual practice sitting outside in extreme colds, be draped in shawls that were soaking wet, and enter this meditative and breath-oriented state where they would not only survive, but they would generate enough thermogenic heat, internal heat, that they would dry the shawls. And people thought he was nuts, you know, and, and people thought this was just myth. But, you know, some of those studies over the years have been replicated to a certain extent, showing that there's that level of control. So it was interesting to me because when I started to look at your work, 
Because when I first read Benson and when I first got exposed to that, my curiosity was, you know, okay, so through meditative practices and breathing, what those were telling me is we can alter our core body temperature. But I didn't think beyond, could we also alter autoimmune response? Could we alter stress response through these same things? So it's interesting is, is that the work that you're doing is sort of expanding on this and saying, yes, I mean, clearly we can alter both core and extremity body temperature in the most extreme environmental conditions. And at the same time, we may also be able to change our physiology in a way that affects so many other things, which, which is fascinating. It is. And going back a little bit to this yoga, you know, the first sutra of Patanjali, Atta Yoga Anusasanam, Yoga Chetavriti Naruda, Tada Drasva Swarupi Vastanam. It's a silencing of the modifications of the brain, right. of the beginning of the brain. And we don't know how to do that. And then we make that the highest level of yoga. Yoga means connecting. Yeah, connecting with right. what? Now, because we have a Western mind, we have a Western pace, we need to come up with specific solutions and use the natural already existent for thousands of years, methods and disciplines and doctrines, possibly. But we have to, it's like old wine in new barrels. Mm -hmm. It's there now. And we are verifying this, or I'm verifying through scientific scrutiny and, and research. So there is no speculation about this. Mm. And now it is to be understood not through scriptures of far expanding consciousness and enhancing writings of how Buddha is working through the bodhisattvas and the avatars and, and the fierce women like Gutumo and Lama Lungumpa and all these Mahima and Lagimya uh, cities and all those things. Now it has come back. It's right there on your doorstep. It's just breathing, breathing and believing brings us right to the highest level of yoga. Very practical, very here, very effective. And it's a matter of just do it. Now, I brought it through science, neuroscience, together with intensive care and, and uh, nuclear science uh, through fMRIs and, uh, and all those things. Uh, really non-speculatively, physiology, both of the body and the brain, that we have found a way to go into the depth of the body and to direct our lives so much more. And who doesn't want to be happy, strong, and healthy? Now, we have analyzed this. Hey, strength is like adrenaline, cortisol, all those, the control over the stress hormone. And then you got the health is uh, knowing how to tap into the older levels of the immune system. We have shown this now. And then the happiness is the good feel hormones. So the hormonal system and the immune system, they are very, very accessible. And now is it, the question is, how do we get this knowledge? It's a natural ability of ours. How are we able to, not only through this podcast, but this is a question to you from me, are we able to get this implemented into every person in the world because it's for free, it's very effective, and it's knowledge, and it's breathing. How do we get 
get uh, Trump. I saw I saw this morning. He wants to get a bill through where one sixth of all the Americans will have so much more trouble with the health insurance and all that. What Obama was doing. I'm not into politics. I'm just into health, and I think health should be for free. But the knowledge should be there because we are learned that we need doctors and pharmacies and, and food as it is and all that. No, I think this is the time to stop all the nonsense and to get sense back right here that we are actually built to become happy, strong and healthy, to have the ability to reconnect with the right knowledge. We are already in the university books and a full chapter and all that for the new physicians and biologists, etc. But a society, is a, a strong economy, which is built on pills and medicines and food industry and oil and all those things, actually polluting our planet and, and polluting our bodies and not giving the consciousness of love composed by happiness, strength and health, which is non-sentimental. It's just there. Every mother should be able to guarantee this to his daughter and or son, a child, that's love. And that love should be getting into the schooling system, being taught. Any child can learn this within five minutes. They, they just mimic the papa and mama. If they just breathe and believe, then now, by science, it is it's going to change their lives. It's not my philosophy. I just found something in nature and passed it through the scientific scrutiny and the community, and it's there. So my question to you is, how are we, God damn it, or God heaven, or whatever you want, it's beyond words, it's happiness, strength, and health for everybody, how are we going to bring this to everybody's awareness? Yeah, I think it's through conversations like this. I think it's grassroots. I think it's what you're doing now, you know, as we sit here and record this, you're in New York, but you're also, you're traveling around the world. But I also think that what you're doing bigger picture is a big part of the how, which is we've had claims of control over so much of this through so many different healing traditions. And like you've said, mm -hmm. if you buy into those traditions, you have to buy into those traditions. If you buy into them, you may be open to them, but the vast majority of Western society doesn't. So there's no openness to at least try the practices. So uh, you know, my sense is the work that you're exploring now, which is let me, if the lens that allows people to open to the possibility that something that they can literally do sitting at home on a daily basis can have a profound change on their state of being, their state of physiology, their state of mind. Yes. If we can show them that this is that there's scientific validation for these ideas and these practices, to me, that's where the light starts to go on on a larger scale. You know, to me, that's where I'm going to read you a excited. mail <laughs> of a, a, a guy, the Michigan University, where we just did the the study on the brain. Yeah, they are really convinced we are able to battle depression, anxiety, fear, trauma, and uh, PTSD, and all those, we found a key. And then that it is. It is not mine anymore. And th these are professors talking. I just want to continue and show it through studies, through research. So anybody is, uh, who is out there, help me to finance a study, which uh, is possibly keys, 
to a battle, all those things we think are unbeatable, like depression, fear, anxiety, here. More importantly, and as I mentioned on the phone, this is Professor Vaibhav Divakar from the Michigan Wayne State University Neuroscience Department, together with Otto Music, also a professor. We did just recently this study. And so, for those listening, he's so Wim is just he's sharing an email. Yeah, I'm sharing an email just to show that it is not about me, it's about findings. And imagine how big it is if we could change our mood anytime we want. Only for that, this is absolutely great news that we sitting here together and have a bigger voice to more people just to reach common sense, belief that we are able to change the physiology of the mind anytime. I think that's great news. So I'm just showing this is uh, it's not my, uh, this is a mail after the findings. The manuscript based on WIMS data is nearly ready another 10 days or so. The title, Brain, Not Body, reflects the insights we have gained from the PET, that's uh, it's MRIs, and fMRI scans. We will send you for the submission. More importantly, and as I mentioned on the phone, we are working on a grant that if funded by the NIMH could be transformational. We intend to propose the use of the Wim Hof method. That's my name, plus method. You can read upon it, uh, uh, plus.com, and then you get free courses. Mm. Uh, just take it on because it works. It is validated as a lifestyle intervention for patients with mood disorders. The data from WIM clearly suggests very robust activation of the periaquaductal gray matter in the brainstem, which normally cannot be entered, and now it is entered, most likely is associated with the willful release of opioids and cannabinoids. Clearly, the Wim Hof method appears to exert tonic changes in the brain's ability to release protective neurochemicals. That in case of people with depression, they are attacked with the wrong chemicals. That's why they feel depressed and they, it's anxiety creating and all. So we think that this is a potentially transformational technique that can change mental health. And this is just part of the mail, but uh, we are really into trying to have this fund a uh, objective study wherein we'll train 12 people who are depressed. I think I need a week to get the depression completely out and rebalance their hormonal hormonal system within the brain together with, uh, with suppressing the inflammation, the inflammatory markers. A week, something like that, nothing more. And then for eight weeks, we will follow the results with fMRI and MRI scans. Depression has a, a scopics. You, you can see what it is in the brain, et cetera, and non-depressive state you can see in the brain. So before and after, that's what we want to show to the world, that it works within a competitive study of people doing right. this within a relatively very short period of time. So to validate a simple technique, breathing, and believing to be able to tackle 
the most difficult of mental problems we face in this society, anxiety, fear, depression, PTSD, trauma, all those things, because we have learned to tap into the deepest of our physiology, both in the brain as in the body. Yeah. Only this topic is already more than enough to do 10 podcasts here together, because there are so many facts and so many data we already have gained, but who wants a natural method out in the open? It is not about money. It's about something natural. It's the belief and the, and the breathing. It doesn't cost anything. And it will bring, it will make the change in mental health. And I know this is, you can feel the fire coming off of you that this is a big mission for you on a societal level. This is also personal for you, like when in, in the context of depression and with the loss of your wife. My wife suicided in 95. I was left alone with four kids. You're completely powerless at that moment. You're brokenhearted. So your emotional trauma is enormous, and you're just out of power, out of energy, out of any. And I had to raise four kids on my own. That was the love of my life. How deep can you be killed within your uh, emotional being, within your understanding? What is security? And all that, it was completely devastated, gone. So from there I started, and I, I could not find a relief of anxiety, of emotional distress in society and with people. No, I could find it in, in the cold. And climbing without gear in rocks and things, because nobody had an answer. And I tell you, I got an answer now. And I bring it right in front of your doorstep. It's here. And so for all those who live in emotional distress or anxiety or out of control of their own moods, not only moods, but also we have proven to be very successful in suppressing the inflammatory markers, so inflammation and chronic pain. We just completed a new study in the Netherlands of 48 people with that. And it's amazing what people can do just with breathing and believing. It's amazing. And a cold shower a day takes the doctor away. I keep it simple, you know. But if you keep it simple, then it's going to be simple. And not complicated within the mind. It's going to decomplicate. Then you are able to embrace the true nature of our minds. Being simple, being in pure energy being aware of that, and then you have plenty of energy and plenty of control within the hormonal system, becoming happy, strong, healthy. Yes, sir, the soul then is beginning to breathe. And then the inexplicable suddenly becomes real in front of your uh, awareness. We have a purpose in life, and that understanding is then will naturally come back. And we lost this. We are into making a, from, from you know, power and a, New York's beautiful. I see the power of the mind, you know, all these big buildings as a visitor, not as a, somebody who lives there. As a visitor, I think it's amazing because I like rocks and climbing. But, <laughs> hey, there is also more out there, which is actually in us. Mm. So it feels like a good place to come full circle with us. So as we sit here, the name of this is Good Life Project. So if I offer that, just that phrase out to you to live a good life, what comes up? 
to live a good life. Yeah, just get back to simplicity. And the greatest control of your mind is becoming happy, strong, and healthy. rest is bullshit. So whatever is put in sentences and, and books and all that, get back. Get back. It's so beautiful inside. And from the inside, it goes outside. You begin to radiate again. And that's the Good Life Project. Yes, from here, we should be able to bring this awareness to everybody. And with that, the love, spreading the love, which is coming from us right here, right now. And this is the way nature meant it to be. And from here, we go unlimited far and embrace expanding consciousness. Together, the real and the purpose of life, which is an adventure, a miracle every day. So, uh, yeah, good life. Thank you. Right on, right on. Hey, thanks so much for listening. And thanks also to our fantastic sponsors who help make this show possible. You can check them out in the links we've included in today's show notes. And while you're at it, be sure to click on the subscribe button in your listening app so you never miss an episode and then share the Good Life Project love with friends because when ideas become conversations that lead to action, that's when real change takes hold. See you next time. Good Life Project is sponsored by Lexus GX. So have you ever owned something that inspired you to just up your game? For me, it was this high-end mountain bike. I love the ultralight frame, the suspension, the precision gearing, and I realized it deserved to be ridden to its full potential. So I started training harder so I could experience the joy it could give back to me. And it paid off. That bike helped me discover just new levels of performance and straight up joy. When we own exceptional things, they inspire us to do exceptional things. The all-new Lexus GX has an exceptional capability that will have you seeing possibilities you never knew existed. Its advanced technology and luxurious interior mean that wherever you go, you'll never go without. Imagine tackling rugged landscapes with the available 33-inch all-terrain tires and multi-terrain select, then unwinding with the available front-row massaging seats. This is a vehicle that inspires you to go further to live up to its full potential. So why settle? Live up to the all-new Lexus GX. Luxury beyond limits. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.